Wake Up on Metro FM, weekdays 5 till 9 a.m. Good morning to you indeed. So what's making news this morning? Creating space for people with intellectual disabilities. Now, of course, people with intellectual disabilities continue to struggle with being accommodated and included in our communities, as many of us do struggle to understand how to go about including them in society. Now, research at the Stellenbosch University has highlighted how many South Africans living with intellectual disabilities do not have opportunities to be part of community life, lacking the opportunities to learn, work or enjoy leisure activities and social connections like anyone else. Now, how can we go about best understanding people with intellectual disabilities and include them more in our communities. So joining us this morning on the line, we've got clinical social worker, Sean Zimonia. Good morning, Sean. How are you? Good morning, Bangani. Yo. <laughs> yo, Bangani. Yo. Good morning. <laughs> Love the How energy. <laughs> we are good. Thank Great. you. <laughs> Thank you. So what are the basics in terms of understanding people and especially adults, right, who have intellectual disabilities? So the first thing is first, they are people. That's where we start. Yes, sir. And the second, that they're people, we respect their humanity and their individuality. I think that the greatest labor of love is researching the specific disability that your loved one has mm. and finding out and being intentional about supporting them and nurturing them and ensuring that they're independent. Um, Mo shared a very touching story, the fact that he has a blind relative who was independent, and that's what we should all strive for. Mm. The mistake many of us make is that we infantilize people that are disabled by way of thinking that because of their disability, then even if they're adults, we ought to treat them like children, and that is wrong. Mm. So research their specific um, disability Ensure that you seek expert help if you don't fully understand it. Be as supportive and be as nurturing towards them. And establish a safety net around them. But that safety net should not be one that curtails their freedom and their independence. Yeah, I mean, let's let's uh, dive a bit more into that. Your advice to people who are living with people with, with disabilities, because there's at times an element of uncharted waters. Maybe, you know, uh-huh. we don't know. We simply don't know. Or we end up being impatient, etc., so what would you say to, you know, family members or people in, in work environments, even in schools, for example, who are directly connected with people living with disabilities? Inclusion is a human right and inclusion centers around understanding that particular person's disability. So the second you have somebody that's disabled within your workspace, within your school, within your family, your job is to do research into how you can make their life easier. And if you don't fully understand it, we have a lot of um, organizations that work with disabled persons Mm. that are able to actually come in and give you guidance with regards to how you can assist them to live their best life, Mm. how you can stimulate them, and how you can inculcate that sense of patience um, and encourage that independence that we're speaking of. But the most important thing is doing away with the stigma and the discrimination. Understanding that in as much as they may be disabled, in my personal experience, mm. um, the creator makes up for that disability in many, many other ways. Mm. I went to varsity where the disability unit where there were disabled um, blind persons in that unit. Mm. If I tell you their sense of awareness more, mm. no matter how lightly you walk, they would always know you're in the room. They yeah. could tell us apart based off of how we smell naturally as humans. Mm. And I thought that was simply amazing. And we ought to tap into that a lot more rather than focusing on the fact that they may not look 
the way we look or act the way we act. Yeah, and as we wrap this uh, conversation, Sean, do you think there is adequate support generally within society for people living with disabilities? I mean, I remember being at a gig in Pretoria, I think last year, and these two ladies um, uh, were sort of in the VIP section and, and they were both in a wheelchair and they were just saying that they would love to come to all my shows, but they uh-huh. can't always get there because the venues that I perform at are not necessarily um, conducive and don't cater for people who find themselves in wheelchairs, for example? Mm. There's not enough being done. Um, a lot of what I've seen is what we call cosmetic tinkering, where we seem to be including them, but we're not really doing that. Mm. Um, I'll ask for an example, how many disabled persons are in parliament? Mm. Who's making the decisions based off of their lives? Who's asking them what they need? Mm. Who's speaking on their behalf as well? Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot that's being done. There's way too much stigma and discrimination that we need to tackle. Mm-hmm. There's so much that needs to change in terms of accessibility. Accessibility is not limited to buildings. It's not limited to the clubs, as you are saying. Mm-hmm. It's all, it also includes actually handing them opportunities that they fully deserve, making sure that we don't lock them up. You see, if you read that report, um, conducting the Western Cape, mm. they get locked up because society looks down upon them. Mm. So families try and hide them away. Mm. So there's a lot that still needs to change. And I dare say it starts with you and I, us speaking about it, but also us making sure that we include them as much as possible and making sure that we look at policies and those policies are designed including persons that are disabled. It shouldn't be policies that are crafted by Sean and more because we don't know what it means mm. to be disabled. Mm, absolutely. Sean, we appreciate your time and your clarity as always. Sean Zimunya joining us on the show, a clinical social worker. Wake up on Metro FM. Weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m.